This is Health Dose, a conversational podcast that tackles issues surrounding your health. I'm Jerry O'Donnell. Today, an interesting topic on a troublesome problem many people suffer, vertigo and dizziness. Catherine Dush is a physical therapist at MidMichigan Health. We asked Catherine, what does being dizzy actually mean and how is that different from vertigo? Dizziness for most folks comes in a lot of different forms. You can have somebody that reports dizziness as lightheadedness, short of breath. Some people will describe feeling just feeling off or unsteady is another common phrase people will use when they're trying to describe if they're feeling dizzy at that point in time. The big thing that I look for in working with some of these patients is trying to kind of better define that term and how they're describing how they're feeling. Because vertigo in and of itself usually has to do with that feeling of spinning or actual movement and that perception of like the room moving or spinning as well, which is very different than just feeling lightheaded or short of breath and having those types of feelings. So it's more that movement that we look for, that spinning feeling that we look for in our initial meeting. What causes vertigo and how as a physical therapist do you determine whether it's dizziness or vertigo? We start with a very thorough exam and we kind of start with the basics. So we'll check blood pressure. We'll check there's dizziness that can stem from some of the nerve endings in your neck. So sometimes folks that come in with neck pain report feeling off if they've been in in a motor vehicle accident. So we'll look for different places and we start from the top down. We start with some screens. We take a look at blood pressure. We take a look at oxygen saturation. We take a look at more specific things to the inner ear and how well their eye and their inner ear communicate with each other because that can give you that sense of feeling like you're off balance or dizzy. And the most characteristic one that we see a lot is called positional vertigo. And so that has to do with, as it sounds, positional vertigo, meaning you put your head in a different position and it provokes the mechanism in the inner ear to cause that feeling of the room spinning. So there are a lot of different types of vertigo, a lot of reasons why somebody can be dizzy. So we try to go through and do a very thorough exam to check all of those areas and boxes and making sure that we know where where to look and where to kind of address treatment. So sometimes when we go through that exam, if we come up and find that it's something that's not treated by PT, then it's appropriate to let the physician know and say, hey, we think the dizziness is coming from that different avenue or area that we can maybe help identify and make sure that that patient gets the care they need. What is the stuff in the inner ear that causes us to feel dizzy? So right next to your eardrum is a little set of three canals and they're filled with fluid. They're called your semicircular canals. On the ends of those little canals, there's a nerve ending and a jelly-like substance there. And you've got what they call, I know it sounds crazy, right? (laughs) We've got rocks in your ears. So, but the idea is that you've got, and they call them otoconia. Those are little like carbon crystals that sit in that jelly-like substance and they cause drag. So that feeling that you get when you go up and down in an elevator, if you're moving your head in a certain position, the stones cause drag and that sensation of motion and it sets off the nerve ending in one of those hoops. Where we see it as an issue and not a normal function is when you go to lay down at night or you get out of bed in the morning, the room starts spinning and you feel absolutely nauseous and dizzy. A lot of that type of vertigo stems from the theory is that the stones are floating in that canal and they've come loose for different reasons. And then the idea is we identify which canal in the inner ear through some testing and then we go through 
like a repositioning technique to help those crystals get back into that original spot where they need to be in that jelly-like substance on top of the nerve. So what, you roll around your patients until the jelly gets <laughs> in the right spot? Uh, some physicians have them do somersaults. There's, some, there's like a lot of crazy stuff out there on YouTube. In our area of scope, we usually use some different positioning techniques. So we have the patient lay down, have them tuck their chin into their armpit, roll onto their side. And depending on which ear and which side, we kind of help walk them through that process. And so we show them how to do it at home as well, if they're appropriate for that. Oftentimes, we're able to resolve the vertigo, that type of vertigo, in one or two maneuvers. And it's kind of a really neat experience to watch them smile and feel a little bit better. The whole process while you're dizzy isn't fun, but the end result, very much worth it. When is it necessary that I see a doctor about dizziness or vertigo? It's one of those things where if it's prolonged and it doesn't go away, then it's time to see your physician. Your doctor can help you determine if that referral would be appropriate for a physical therapist or another specialist. They can kind of help you and guide you through that process. So it's One of those things, if it lasts for a while and it's prolonged and it's interfering with your ability to complete your daily activities, then it's time to call your doctor. When somebody has vertigo and has this issue with their crystals being off, is it something that's liable to happen to them again? It is a factor. Once you've had it, Mm -hmm. you're more likely to have it again. It doesn't mean that you will have it, Mm -hmm. but you're more likely to have that occur. And is it usually just, you just need, if I've got that kind of thing, you just need to reposition me once and I'm good? Or does it take more than one visit to a physical therapist? Usually it's only in one or two sessions that we can really resolve that type of vertigo. It depends on the person and the situation. I've run into situations where somebody is so dizzy, it's hard for them to even just be able to roll on their side and they're having a hard time just completing the maneuver. So sometimes We'll see them for a couple sessions and help them work through it. Sometimes, depending on the individual, if they can tolerate it really well, we can do one or two maneuvers, and they're usually doing fairly well and ready to go. But it's important to note that vertigo is a symptom, not a diagnosis, and it can be related to other things. Exactly. Exactly. For instance, vertigo can be linked to effects of a stroke. It can be linked to like a hypofunction of part of that inner ear where those crystals are or a wiring component, I like to say, more of a nerve component where you can have issues there as well. So like I said, it's good, it's important to be able to also talk with your doctor and really be able to work with those symptoms and describe what you're feeling because it can be linked to a number of different issues and areas of the body. Commonly with the vertigo that we see on the PT end of things after they've been screened to check for stroke and other other things, Oftentimes we'll see patients that'll be on meclizine or antivert, and that's just more of a medication that helps to decrease the intensity of their symptoms. And sometimes that's helpful if they're having a hard time with the repositioning maneuver, they're so dizzy and nauseous that they can't tolerate it. Sometimes it's helpful when they are given that or prescribed by their doctor. Rule of thumb is I usually like to have people refrain from taking it before they come in for that first session just so we can get a true feel for what their symptoms are presenting like. Mm-hmm. And if we find that we're having trouble, I'll say, okay, it's, it's time to maybe use that medication like your doctor provided and in the manner that they would like you to take it. And then and that can assist us with the treatment. Because as a physical therapist, you'd like to see the vertigo as bad as it can be. 
Unfortunately, first. yes. Unfortunately, yes. So we can see. So the example for positional vertigo is that if they've had it for a short period of time and it's more of an acute onset, we're able to see through eye movements. So the term is called nystagmus. And so the eyes will beat rhythmically in a torsional or clockwise or counterclockwise manner. And so depending on how their eyes move, that gives us information too as to which ear and which canal that we're looking at. And that determines our treatment approach. That's MidMichigan Health physical therapist, Katherine Dush. To learn more about the physical therapy services offered by MidMichigan Health, go to midmichigan.org slash rehab. As always, if you have health concerns, the best place to start is your primary care provider. If you need help finding a primary care provider, go to midmichigan.org slash doctors. I'm Jerry O'Donnell, and check back again soon for another edition of Health Dose.